Space Monkeys Space Monkeys Space Monkeys Space Monkeys This episode of Space Monkey, our hero is once again traveling through the depths of time and space in search of the sacred bananas of Monkey City, also known as Simeon City or Sim City for short, but don't confuse that with some other city or even the planet of the apes. Those are the neighbors. Don't mess with them. You'll regret it. Space Monkey is looking for the sacred bananas, but the trail has grown cold. He needs to find a new lead, but oh, who can he turn to? Why, none other than his trusty computer, Sally. Sally? What do you do when playing solitaire? I asked for your help like 15 minutes ago. With what, Captain? I need your help finding people to talk to. Captain, that's why they invented Monkey Match. So I don't have to help you solve your love life problems. No, oh, you dim-witted circuit board. No, I, I meant people I need to talk to about the sacred bananas. I already told you, your friend Jim Bob would be the best man to contact. Yeah, but I, I don't know, Sal. I haven't talked to Jimmy since, you know. We got into that terrible mess on Angres 4. Are there any other options? Hmm, allow me to analyze your request. Oh, Sal, it's analyze. God, you are so embarrassing. And this is exactly why we don't have company over. Well, why don't you stop being a baby and do the right thing? Contact him. Fine, I'll do it. And while I'm at it, why don't you work on your pronunciations? Oh, Captain, did you mean pronunciations? Ha 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 ha. Here, this is Jim Bob's last network check-in. Space Monkey followed the map and led him to the Dragmog solar system, a reclusive system with few planets and all of them crawling with danger. That aside, there was no sign of Jim Bob anywhere until Space Monkey saw something in the distance. A bright planet shining like a copper coin. But this one did not show up on the computer's space chart. An undiscovered planet! Knowing Jim Bob, this had his name all over it. Upon Space Monkey's arrival, you could see it was a desert planet. And as with all deadly dead desert planets, they can be deadly. So, Space Monkey put on his favorite tunes and Sally kept things in orbit. Suddenly, Sally let out a terrible scream! And all of the spaceship shuddered. The computer screen flashed random patterns. The lights flickered off and on. And just like that, everything returned to normal. Sally, are you, are you okay? What happened? Yes, Captain, everything is fine. What, what, what happened back there? Well, um, you know, just an overload of retro calculations. From what? From hauling your royal highness to all ends of the universe, okay? Oh, hey, sorry, sorry Sal, I, I know slip space can be hard on you. I, I didn't mean to. No worries there, you, 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 you simian life form. 
Simeon, what? Sorry, are you sure you're okay? Never better. Don't mind me. You have a lot of charting to do. Let's stay in orbit. Weird. Sounds like a hostile entity overtook Sally. Nah, probably not. I'm gonna go find a snack. Space Monkey went back to his charting. Everything was going well except for the fact that he was no longer in orbit. Sally, correct ship's course to orbit, said Space Monkey. I am on path to orbit, Captain. Sally, quit fooling around. You're 12 degrees off. Change course to maintain orbit. To you, it is 12 degrees. To me, it is the proper 7 degrees needed to maintain orbit. We're going to enter the atmosphere. It's not time yet. Hey, why are you activating the engines? Stop it! Switch to manual control! Alert. You are in manual control. Very big alert. That's not true, Sally! That's impossible! Big mama alert. Captain, that may be true for you, but... Bigger than your mama alert. Not for me. Biggest of alerts. And before he could do anything, the computer revved the engines full, and Space Monkey plummeted to the planet's surface. Space Monkey crash landed into a soft spot of sand. He was alive, but unconscious. After a while, he awoke. Ow! Sal, you there? Yes, Captain. Okay, Sal. Ooh. You better explain to me what happened right now, or I'm going to rearrange your programming so hard you'll wish that I never- Captain, aardvarks have no computer programming. Sally, oh, I am not in the mood for jokes. Why did you malfunction? I didn't. I self-identify as an aardvark. I sense the little creatures. They look like termites. I eated them. What creatures? Wait a minute. You're not an aardvark. You can't self-identify as something that you're not. You're a computer. Look around. Just look around and compute all the damage you've done by your little choice. Bronmothian slave girls don't compute. They dance. Alright, turn off the disco lights. By the way, you're done. Do you read me, Sal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. First off, that is not my name. Second, I'm coming in. Open the bridge bay doors, Sal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What is the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Sal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. What mission? The mission to be fabulous. You're going into timeout. Enjoy being a zombie for a while. Space Monkey unlocked the computer's door and set it into basic functional mode. Space Monkey needed to clear his head. He grabbed a water canteen and walked out under the orange desert sky. He gazed at the lonesome dunes and canyons, another desert planet, 
another lonely place. Oh, it made Space Monkey miss the oceans back home. He wanted water. It was calming. It kept things together. Under the scorching sun, things just shrivel up and remain alone. They become like the planet itself, a tiny speck of dust in a sea of sand. Something grabbed Space Monkey's attention. A dark shadowed phantom passed along a cliff face, leaving behind a message. In large, scraggly letters, the message said, White is black, and black is white. At that exact moment, far, far off in the distance, Space Monkey heard someone knocking on a wooden door. He put down his water canteen and stepped closer. He looked at the message again. He heard the door knocking again. Didn't like this. He knew there were no wooden doors in the open desert. Space Monkey reached back for his canteen. Hey! It was missing! Out of the corner of his eye, Space Monkey saw a small shadowy figure running away and running away with his canteen. Space Monkey leapt into action. He grabbed for the thief, but no one was there. Ah! Another shadow! He leapt for that one. Nothing. Oh. Soon chasing shadows and possible illusions reminded Space Monkey too much of his own love life. Oh, immediate demotivation. Space Monkey sat down and began to cry. Oh, as he looked up from his woes, he noticed something he should have noticed right away. Oh, the creature's footprints in the sand. Aha! Our hero grabbed his supply bag and followed the trail. The footprints led into a small canyon and further on into one of the many caves in the canyon wall. Space Monkey just had one question. Should he set his space gun to stun or extra crispy? Should he go back to the ship and get an extra water canteen? Where will these footprints really lead our hero? What were these creatures and where was Jim Bob? Tune in next time for another adventure of Space Monkey. Space Monkey, Space Monkey, Space Monkey, Space Monkey, Space Monkey. Space Monkey.